Located at the top of Wisconsin, Bayfield County is considered by many of the locals to be the wild side of the dairy state. This is a place of majestic beauty with national treasures that include the Apostle Islands, the natural wonders of its sea caves, and rugged sandstone cliffs that frame the clear waters of Lake Superior. This is Bayfield County Wild. Hello everyone, I'm Nancy Christopher and I'm joined by my co-host Mary Motif, Director of Bayfield County Tourism. Cheers, Mary! <laughs> Cheers, Nance. What's brewing on today's episode? Well, we are actually going to talk about what's brewing, but first we're going to talk about what's brooding. Oh, what is brooding? A lot of people may not realize just what happens at a fish hatchery, and we actually have four of them in Bayfield County. Carrie Edwards is here to tell us about the Iron River National Fish Hatchery, which supplies lake and brook trout to fisheries around the United States. That discussion is going to be in our second segment, but right now we want to tap into some of the craft beers, wines, and spirits available to taste and tour in Bayfield County. So our county is known for its berries and apples, so it's not too surprising we have a lot of wineries up here. In fact, wineries, craft breweries, and distilleries are becoming so popular, it's a new category in the Bayfield County Visitor's Guide. Right, Mary? It sure is. We thought we had to devote a section just to this because we do have so many of them in our area now, which is fantastic. So can you describe some of the tours and tastings? Absolutely. One of them that comes to mind is the White Winter Winery in Iron River, the same place where our fish hatchery is located. They have a really, really large selection of meads. That is their specialty. And a mead is a little different than a wine. It's made with fruit and honey. And if you've never tried mead, I would really, really recommend that you go and take advantage of their tasting there. Um, you can do a little tour of the winery and distillery, and then they have a really huge selection. And then they have some specialty things there as well. And they also have cider. They do a hard cider, and they have a non-alcoholic spritzer. So lots of different options there. And then the South Shore Brewery Tap House in Washburn. Again, you can tour the production facility if you'd like, do a tasting. And they have a fun thing that you can do called Brew with Bow. And you can <laughs> you can actually go. Um, you have to sign up ahead of time. I think you have to sign up like two weeks ahead of time. And you can go and be part of the crew that brews beer. Oh, that's at- fun. I know, right? And you get your own um, work shirt with your name embroidered on it. And you actually help produce a batch of beer and then, you know, hang out and have lunch and do your work during the day and then uh, do a tasting. And and then you get to take home, they call it a growler. I, I can't right, remember how right. how big it is, but a growler. Is a of, gallon? I think it's, it's a about gallon. a gallon, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. so if you're in the area, you know, if you live within driving distance, you can actually come back when you're exact beer is ready the one that you worked on and when that's on tap you can fill up your growler of the beer that you made you helped to make otherwise you can just take a growler of their beer with you on your way home do you have any say as to what you might want to add to the beer or is that already preordained that's a really good question i'm guessing you just kind of have to go along with whatever recipe they're they're brewing that day but yeah i suppose um, we're we're not the experts right No, right? But when you make your reservation, that would be a good question to ask. What are some of the other different experiences you can have with the uh, tastings and tours up there? Up at Copper Crow Distillery in Red Cliff, which is just north of Bayfield, they make their own vodka. It's a wheat vodka. And
and they do a Bloody Mary bar on Sundays. Oh, so that, wow. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. And they actually have a couple of other things that they're working on that are not ready yet. One is an apple brandy, and then they're also working on some whiskeys. Um, so those are going to take a couple years before they're actually ready but the vodka they do have available all of these things are really made with local ingredients which is really great and with that vodka bar can you i mean do they have like tons of different things you can put in the bloody mary because i it, it almost becomes a meal at some places Right. I haven't been there, so I'm not positive, but I'm guessing they have a pretty good selection of of items to put in your Bloody Mary there. Another fun place, they have a tasting room now at the wineries on Betzold, where you can not only come and try the different wines. And so this is where the Bayfield Winery, which used to be at Hauser's Orchard, the winery is now over at this other winery. So they combined forces and they've got the Bayfield Winery and Seven Ponds Winery are now together and they call it the wineries on Betzold. Um, and Betzold is the road that it's on. And so they have this tasting room now with um, charcuterie plates. And then they're doing this fun thing where on um, Saturday nights, it turns into a little supper club. And it's I think it's by reservation only. And I've heard it's really fantastic. They have a chef now that's doing supper club type meals on Saturday night. So that's a fun place to go and, and do a tasting, not only of wine, the Seven Ponds Winery does grape wines, and then the Hauser's Winery does the fruit wines. Are there any uh, really special seasonal wines or beers or spirits that people should be aware of? You know, one of them is a hard cider, and that is a seasonal thing. They only do that when they have the apples in season, and then when they run out, they run out, and so you have to wait until the next season before you can try a hard cider. And there's a few different places that are doing their own hard ciders. Hauser's is one of them. It's called Apple House Cidery. They also do their own hard cider at Bayfield Apple Company, and that's open year-round. So you can go to Bayfield Apple Company any time of the year and stop in and check out their production facility and in the, the retail shop they have there. Erickson's Orchard also does a hard cider, and that's a seasonal thing. Um, they're only open seasonally. And what is the season for apples in Bayfield County? It starts at uh, early September are the early apples, and then that goes full-blown through October and into November. Depending on how the season is will depend a little bit on how long the hard cider season goes. Okay, so we can find out where all of these tastes and tours are in the visitor's guide. Where can you get a copy of it? Sure. Well, some of these will be in the visitor guide. And then for the full list, you actually can go on either way. You go on our website, travelbayfieldcounty.com. The visitor guide is a downloadable document that you can view right on the website. And then also there's that interactive map. And that's the thing that's more complete even than the visitor guide. All right. Well, thanks, Mary. So when we come back, we're going to talk to someone who makes sure our lakes and rivers are well stocked with healthy and delicious lake and brook (laughs) trout. And Mary, maybe she can tell us what libation pairs best with trout. I hope so. All right. So we hope you'll stay with us. Casual gourmet dining at its finest. The Rookery's ever-changing menu features weekly fresh fish specials, beef and bison steak, specialty salads, house-made soups, and other creative dishes incorporating fresh seasonal ingredients from local producers, including some of the best vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options you'll find anywhere. Our full bar offers a great selection of regional microbrews, premium liquor, and more than three dozen fine wines. And after a delectable meal, why worry about driving somewhere else to spend the night? Instead, feel free to finish that wonderful bottle of wine or enjoy an after-dinner libation knowing you can simply walk upstairs to one of the finest guest rooms in the area. Located seven miles east of Cable, in the heart of Schwamigan-Nicolay National Forest, the Rookery Pub and Cable Nature Lodge looks forward to welcoming you soon. 
Details at rookerypub.com. Studemeyer's Four Seasons Resort has been a family tradition since 1964. Nestled along the shores of Lake Namakagan near Cable, Wisconsin, Studemeyer's features three cozy and comfortable lodge rooms and 11 lakeside cottages and homes. The two to five bedroom cottages and vacation homes include a custom fieldstone fireplace, cable TV, free Wi-Fi, complete kitchen, barbecue grill, deck, picnic tables, and private pier. Enjoy great fishing on Lake Namakagan or stop in for a visit by boat eight. TV or car to have a drink at the bar in the main lodge. Studemeyer's is also available for scenic lakeside weddings and events. To check out the accommodations with a virtual tour or to make a reservation online, visit the website at the number 4seasonresort.net. More information and photos are also available on Facebook. Welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Fisheries Program has played a vital role in conserving America's fisheries since 1871. Here to talk about the importance of the National Fish Hatchery in Iron River is the hatchery's manager, Carrie Edwards. Thanks for joining us, Carrie. Thank you for having me. So what exactly do you do as the manager of the Iron River National Fish Hatchery? Well, I manage a staff of eight to raise lake trout and coaster brook trout for restoration in Lakes Michigan and Lake Huron, and the coaster brook trout then for Lake Superior. Can you tell us what the process is for raising trout? Well, basically, we are given numbers to raise fish for, and those come from lake committees around Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, and Lake Huron. And we receive eggs in from other national fish hatcheries around the nation, including ourselves. And we raise them till they're about a year and a half old, which is seven to eight inches long. Oh, wow. So they're pretty big when they leave the hatchery. Yep. Do they reproduce in the wild? That's the goal. Our goal is to work ourselves out of a job by restoring the population. So once those grow up to be moms and dads and can do their own thing, then um, hopefully we won't need to stock lake trout or brook trout anymore. Are you close to doing that? In Lake Superior, we don't stock lake trout anymore. And in Lake Huron, our numbers have been reduced. We're working on it. We've had success. How much trout do you produce every year? And how do you know what exactly is needed? We produce about 1.5 million yearling lake trout and coast coaster brook trout annually. And again, those numbers are provided to us by the committee people on the the different lakes that we work on. Is that like an international committee because it's Great Lakes? Uh, There's a committee for each lake and it's comprised of all the different entities around the lake. So state, tribal, federal, all the different people who have an interest in seeing the population restored. Wow. That's complicated. It is very complicated. Carrie, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face running a hatchery? First off, we're dealing with a live product, so things can change year to year. And water temperature, water quality can also affect the fish as they're growing. And then some other things like pathogens and viruses and uh, parasites that can be in the water as well. And how do you control that? Have there been years when the fish actually die and you don't have live fish to give to other places? It's been a really long time since that's happened, but pathogens are a real concern. When a pathogen is entered into the water, how can you or can you change things? Well, if we're diagnosed with a disease or a fish pathogen takes a hold of our fish, then we work with our fish health specialists to come up with a plan to manage or treat the pathogen that the fish are sick with. So let's talk a little bit about the hatchery itself. What can visitors see when they come there? 
Visitors can access the facility 365 days a year. They can look in our visitor center where we have a couple aquariums and a loop informational video that plays from dawn till dusk. And you can get a guided tour if you call ahead. Otherwise, you can walk around and take a self-guided tour. And you can also access our trail 365 days a year, either cross-country skiing or hiking, snowshoeing, birding. Well, that sounds like fun. Is there a best time of year to come to the hatchery? Depends on what you'd like to do. If you want to ski and take a hatchery tour, then you'd want to come in the wintertime. And if you want to bird or hike, then you'd want to come in the summer. I read that volunteers play a really big role at the hatchery. What kind of things can they do there and how can they get involved? Yeah, we really enjoy having volunteers out. They can help certain times of the year stock surplus fish out when we have brood fish for stocking in local lakes. Um, They can help out at different events like our open house and candlelight trek. They can also get involved with our friends group. Our friends have a couple of events a year that they do the 5k trail run at the hatchery and they also do a maple syruping day. When are those events? The maple syrup event is in March, and the 5K race is in conjunction with our open house, which is in September. Can you tell us a little bit more about those trails? Absolutely. We have a three-mile trail system that's groomed in the wintertime for cross-country skiing and snowshoeing. And we also have snowshoes available for use for free in our lobby. So you can come and use those snowshoes anytime you want on a first-come, first-served basis. Nice. And then in the summertime, we maintain the trail for hiking and birding and whatever else you could do on a trail in the summertime, as well as we allow hunting on our property. Is the cross-country skiing for... what is classic skiing. Classic, as opposed to skate skiing. Okay. Hey, Carrie, how did you get into this line of work, and why is it so important to you? Well, I went to school for biology, and I got into fisheries research and eventually into working at a fish hatchery, which seemed to be a really good fit for me. And I really like working for the Fish and Wildlife Service and making a difference and helping to restore the population of lake trout and coaster brook trout in the upper Great Lakes. So before we end this segment, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about the distilleries, the wineries, and the craft beers that are are made in Bayfield County. I'm curious, what would you pair with trout? See, you're always thinking about food. I, well, well, I'm not, uh, I guess, a connoisseur of pairing things together, but my favorite wine, I guess it's actually a mead, comes from the White Winter Winery in Iron River, and that's the Black Mead. Aha. Well, I've heard that it doesn't really matter anyway what's supposed to get paired with what. It's what wine you enjoy. So there you go. One more thing, Carrie. Do you fish yourself? I do, yes. Glad to hear that. Do you fish on the big lake? Not very often. More inland lakes? More inland, fishing for panfish. So we should call Carrie to get the secret spots. All right. Well, Carrie, thanks for what you're doing. Thank you for having me. It's important stuff. When we come back, Mary's going to give us some insight into Bayfield County's version of March Madness, so don't go away. The Valhalla View Pub and Grub is a must-stop when you're hitting the trails of Bayfield County. Whether you're on a four-wheeler, snowmobile, or just passing by, Valhalla View has 24-hour pay-at-the-pump fuel, drinks, and food to satisfy you and your machine. One of the best dining experiences around, Valhalla View has a full dinner menu, daily specials, all-you-can-eat salad bar, handmade pizza, and more. Come for the food and stay for the fun. The Pub and Grub next to Valhalla Cabins on Trail 19 in Washburn. 
The best way to shop for gear is to try it. Howell Adventure Center has a free, fun, on-site demo trail so you can try out mountain bikes, fat tires, e-bikes, cross-country skis, and snowshoes. Howell Adventure Center has a full-service shop for sales, rentals, demos, and repairs. The trail is entry-level with optional features, so it's great for first-timers as well as avid bikers and skiers. There's also men's and women's clothing and outdoor gear for your next adventure. Come check out Bayfield's newest and coolest outdoor adventure store. They'll be happy to help you go play outside. Adventure Club Brewing is also opening in summer 2019, because what could be better than clothing, gear, bikes, skis, and beer? Welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. Mary, just how wild and crazy can we get in March? <laughs> just as wild and crazy as you'd like to get. Okay. Um, there's all sorts of fun events going on, as usual, up in Bayfield County during March. And again, the beginning of the month seems to start off with a bang. We've got Bayfield's Winter Festival the first weekend in March, as well as the world's longest weenie roast uh, <laughs> at Lakewoods Resort. Everybody will enjoy that, I'm sure. Absolutely. It's actually a whole weekend of events, but the highlight is the world's longest weenie roast where people line up on the ice side by side, roasting weenies all the way down. And um, it's amazing how long <laughs> this line of people roasting weenies is. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just sounds so funny. <laughs> okay, let's move on. What else is in March? <laughs> then uh, the weekend after that, we've got the Fat Bike Berkey, which is another world's largest event. It's the world's largest on-snow bike race happening in March. It's March 8th and 9th on the world-famous Berkey Trails. So once the ski season is winding down, they do the Fat Bike Berkey. And, and Let's get the bikes out there and ruin the trails. Right? Right. Well, you know. It's a good time not? of go year to with, do that, right? Right. Go out with a bang. Um, and then actually that same weekend down in the Cable area at Lakewoods Resort again is the U.S. National Snowshoe Championships. So people are coming from all over the country to race in the Snowshoe Championship. And then that same weekend is a concert at White Winter Winery up in Iron River. So if you don't want to get involved with the races that are going on down in, in the Cable area, head up to Iron River for the concert. And visit the fish hatchery. And visit the fish hatchery and enjoy <laughs> some black mead. Right, uh, with trout. And, <laughs> and plenty of places to enjoy fresh trout up here. Uh, and then there are actually some tournaments going on at the South Shore Brewery Tap House in Washburn. It's called the March Madness Tap House Tournaments. And we're talking about cribbage and shuffleboard. And it's <laughs> tabletop shuffleboard. It's not like the big, you know, on the floor kind. Gotcha. That's a lot of fun. The Tap House is a great place to be anyway. And, you know, you can get a team together and participate in these tournaments going on. And then all month long, there's a spring community art exhibit at the Washburn Cultural Center. And then depending on the weather, there still may be some good snowmobiling, skiing or snowshoeing to be had. So come on up and uh, get a little wild during Bayfield County's March Madness. Sounds like fun. Anything else we should know about? As usual, just be sure to check uh, our website, TravelBayfieldCounty.com, for more information and details on things, and as well as our Facebook page, which um, we keep adding events to the Facebook page all the time. So tell me about next month. What can we expect? Next month, we are talking about birding with Ryan Brady. All righty. Well, thanks, Mary. Can't wait to hear more about that. And to everyone listening, if you like what you've heard, we'd love your support. Please take a moment to share, review, and subscribe to Bayfield County Wild. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have the links and resources available to you in our show notes. On behalf of Mary and myself, thanks for listening to Bayfield County Wild. Bye-bye.